happening? Welcome into Sports Fighting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Today is the 16th, May 16th, 2023. What's going on out there? How is your week so far? How's your Tuesday? Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about uh, buying picks, paying for picks. Now, it's, it's, it's Tuesday. Usually, we do like math-based shows. And so today, we'll talk about the math of, of paying for picks. But also, is it worth it? Is it something that you should look at and something that you should consider? Um, this is based on a Twitter argument I saw. I'm sure a lot of you out there, if you're on Twitter, you saw this too. People going back and forth about, is buying picks a good thing? Should you do it? When is it worth it? So that's what we'll talk about on today's show. Uh, special thanks to Better Edge. If you want to start betting VIG free, check out betteredge.com. B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports better edge. Put in promo code SBD when you sign up for a free 20 bucks. You don't even have to deposit anything. They'll just put 20 bucks in your account. That's betteredge.com, promo code SBD. All right, so let's get to it. Paying for picks. Should you pay for picks? Is it ever worth it? And is it ever going to be something that's beneficial for the average sports better out there to do? So let's first just walk through the scenario that you'd probably find yourself through or that you'd find yourself asking this question. So it's it's probably one of two things. Either you just started sports betting and you're kind of lost, don't really know how to navigate, not really sure how to go about it. Or you've been doing this for a while and you're just really sick of losing and you want to start making better bets and in, in, in a way, start winning more and having more fun, right? That's sort of what people are looking for. So maybe you see someone on Twitter, someone you know, with an advertisement out there saying they're selling picks and they look trustworthy and they look like they know what they're doing and they look good. Should you buy the picks? So before we answer that question, we have to go through this and this has to be very clear to everyone. How a pro and how a winning better wins, how they actually go through winning. And it go, I'd say the single most important thing being a great sports better comes down to betting early. Now you have to have two things. You have to be able to A, identify the best lines that are priced incorrectly, and then B, do that before anyone else and make those bets on the wrongly or on the uh, mispriced games before anyone else. That's really what it comes down to. Now you also want to manage those numbers once the market moves, you want to you know, you want to actively if it's a bad bet, you want to get off of it. If it's a great bet, you may want more on it, right? Even if it's the line's a little bit worse. So you want to manage that line, but it all comes down to buying early and getting good lines early. Okay, so we have to put out there, before we get into answering any questions or anything, we have to understand that for a pro or winning sports better, this should be the assumption. This is what they're doing. This is how they're winning. No one wakes up on soup or on super, on NFL Sunday in the, in the middle of the regular season makes their bets on Sunday morning and consistently wins. You may win for a month or even a season doing that. Probably not, but you might. I guarantee you're not going to win long-term. No one's good enough to beat the market that's evolved and, and matured Monday through Sunday, betting into those lines on Sunday. If you're going to win betting the NFL, you've got to get used to betting on you know Monday morning. That's what everything comes down to. So whether you sell picks on Twitter or you you know work in your house and you're making bets by yourself... That's what it comes down to. So if you see someone on Twitter claiming otherwise, they're probably lying about their success. That's just that's just how this all goes. Or they're misidentifying short-term success and thinking that they're going to be able to recreate that, which they very likely won't in the long run. So we just all have to be on the same page. That's how pro bettors and winning bettors do things. They buy early and get the best numbers before anyone else. So to answer the question, should you pay for picks? Is it worth it? The unfortunate answer is there isn't only one answer, okay? But 
We're going to go through when you should and when it's okay to in a second. Because my general answer for most people out there is to not ever buy picks. And it really has nothing to do with the tout industry or me thinking that they're slime balls, which some of them are. It comes down to this. If we're all on the same page that winning in sports betting is about buying early and beating the numbers, even if you're following someone like me or some of the best sports bettors out there like Billy Walters, even if you're betting the same games they do, you're not going to have access to the same numbers they had. <laughs> so it, effectively, you won't have the same games and you're not going to win as much. Therefore, you won't be able to do nearly what they do. So again, by definition, if the market way moves and matures and gets more efficient the closer we get to game time and all of these good bettors, the pros are picking off the early numbers, it doesn't matter what I or any other winning sports better wants to sell, they're not good numbers anymore. You know, if Kansas City and the LA Chargers open up at two and a half, and Kansas City's two and a half point favorites on Monday morning, and I, along with seven other sports bettors, bet Kansas City at the max limit minus two and a half, and, you know, half hour later, they're minus three and a half, what good does it do my clients if I had any, if I sold picks, which I don't? What good does it do my clients if I'm giving out three and a half? The bet's gone. The bet's worthless. The bet's two and a half. And by the way, buying down to three to two and a half doesn't work either. Because if I have two and a half minus 110 and you have two and a half minus 130, those are very different bets. My two and a half at minus 110, I have to win that bet about 53% of the time to be a winning better. Your bet at minus 130, now you have to win the same bet 57% of the time. We have the same number two and a half. I have to win 53%. You have to win 57% and I'm the professional. <laughs> you know, th that's why it's not good. It's not ever going to be beneficial to buy, to buy from a pro or anyone else because the way this works, the lines are gone. I don't care how good they are. The lines are going to be gone, especially if they're getting the good, the good lines, the best lines, which winning sports bettors do. That's why for a pro, it's so much more important, way more important to get the handicap right instead of win the actual individual bet. You're going to have plenty of bad, lucky bets that the handicap was horrible, that you're going to win the game. And vice versa, you're going to have lots of great bets where the, you had an amazing handicap and beat the market to information, and you're going to lose some of those games. The difference from a pro and a winning better is d telling the difference between those good and bad bets before and after the game. Going like That's what it takes to be a winning better. So if you're selling those picks... What you're effectively doing is saying that eh, it doesn't matter if you got two and a half or three and a half. Just say, you know, pop on, on the bet. You know, it's all good. It's I'm on them, so it's fine. Or, uh, I have the Lakers minus 160, but they're minus 180 now. Yeah, I still like it. It's like, that's not how it works. So if betting is about the numbers and not the teams, then if you're buying picks from anyone who's good at this, you won't even be able to have access to the same lines they do by time it gets around to you. You know, in my example, if on Monday morning I get Kansas City minus two and a half and I give it out at anything else, I'm now not only doing a really shady thing that's, I think, unethical by giving out a bad line, you're going to win bets that your clients are going to lose. If that game lands three, which it's going to a decent amount of time, I'm going to win that bet. The, the pro's going to win that bet. You're all going to lose that bet. That's the difference between often winning and losing. And that's also, by the way, for my weekend quick picks, which we've never charged a penny for those things. But either way, I explicitly always talk about how my, my quick picks, it's rare that we're going to have value day of the game. And you should expect low volume because it's just you don't wake up Sunday morning and get all these access to all these great lines. That's not how this works. 
So in general, I will say in general blanket statement, I think paying paying for picks doesn't work because you're going to miss out everyone. You'll still miss out on the good winning opening numbers. And by definition, you'll still be making bad bets, even though they're the same exact bets or the same numbers that the winning sports better has. So really, overall, I don't care how good the person you're buying picks from is. I don't think it's ever a good the way the market works and the way this all goes to be a, a good better, a winning better. I don't think you should ever pay for picks. However, <laughs> let's get to a situation or a scenario where I think it's probably okay to pay for picks, but you're going to want to be very, very cautious the way you do this. Okay, so when is it good to buy picks? Now, here's the rationale, and I've got really no no problem with this at all. Here's the rationale. It goes something like this. If you're out there and it's like, uh, if you're a losing sports better and you, and you say something like, you know, I'm a losing sports better, but I'm willing to pay a certain amount per month to lose a little bit less and therefore have a little bit more fun doing this. Heck, maybe I can even make a little money along the way, right? That's probably the, the healthy mindset that you should have if you are going to buy picks. So here's a couple of things you want to for sure be aware of before you spend any money on anyone buying picks. Number one, make sure they're good. And here's how you don't verify they're good. Don't look at their win percentage <laughs> or what they say. See how they act, see how they talk, and see how they represent themselves. I strongly advise you to stay away from anyone who says they're over 60% because that says to me two things. That says, one, they don't get that that's not a good thing. And I'm not going to go over the whole math. Go find one of my old shows where I talk about is 60% good? A little hint, mathematically, it's actually not. And it has to do with maximizing ROI, things like this. But going 60% is not a good thing. So right off the bat, I know if someone doesn't know what they're talking about, if they say, oh, we're going 63%. You know, this last year. Now, if you're 63% over the course of a week or two and you want to advertise that, that's one thing. But if someone said they went 63% over an NFL season or NBA season, that's that's a, certainly a red flag. And again, go find the other podcast, go find the other episode. It's a whole ordeal or it's a whole, you know, explanation why, but it's not good. So don't follow people like that who like make winning sound easy. What you want is someone who's honest and humble and, and has a good approach. There's not many of them out there. Like, and I don't want to send anyone to anyone. I'm not going to give any recommendations right now. Because as I said, I, I'd recommend no one does this. But if you are, do your best to make sure they're good. If you want to DM me on Twitter, fine. Send me their link or send me who they are. I'll let you know what I think about them. If I think they're legitimate or not. So just make sure they're good. Don't follow content creators. Don't follow people who say we're beating the bookies. out of the- Don't follow people like that. Don't follow Famous Dave. Right? Don't follow people like this. So um, that's the first. Make sure they're good. And then the second that you're going to, once you've found someone that you believe to be a good, actual winning better, which for some reason they've divided, decided to devote half their day to selling picks. I don't know why they do that, but let's say you've actually found someone who wins, you trust them, you believe them. The, ne- the next step is make sure it's worth the actual cost because you could have access to the greatest better of all time. But if your average bet is 20 bucks a game and they charge a thousand bucks a month, it's not a very good investment. It shouldn't take you long to realize. So my overall opinion on that is don't spend, if you are going to buy picks and your, your general approach is, you know what? I'm a losing sports better. I'm willing to pay a little bit per month to lose a little less. Therefore, win a little more, have fun. 
maybe I can do that. And heck, maybe I can win, even win a little bit in the long run. Or maybe even every couple months I can win some money. If that's your approach, I say don't spend more than two units per month. Okay, now two units per month, I think makes sense because again, it's it's about math. That's not just some random number. It's, let's say you have a better who gives out like two picks a day, which I think that's not, you know, that's probably fair to assume. So two picks a day over the course of a month, they're going to give 60 picks. If they're going 55% long-term, maybe the average month they'll go 33-27. That's not bad at all. That's that's a good month if you're giving out a couple picks a day. That's that's good. That should be probably expected from someone who's selling picks. So if they're going 33-27, you know, you're going to, if you're betting to win a unit, you're going to end the, up the month about, you know, 3.3 units. I think there's nothing wrong with expecting if you're buying picks to for that to be the average to win about 3.3 units per month. But here's the thing. What are they charging? So if they're charging two units a month, well, now you're winning 1.3 units. Now, many people out there would say, that's great. I was a losing sports better before. Now I can win 1.3 units and spend a little bit here or there. Now it all comes down to, can you really find someone who can consistently crank that out? Potentially. You know, after the lines moved, after the markets moved, maybe, you know, but I would say probably not. But if you're going to, that's my advice. Make sure you find someone who's good. Don't spend more than a couple, you know, two units a a month on this. And if you are looking online and looking for advice, what do other people say? What do other people think? A little note, you know, shocker, by the way, but those who sell picks will be in favor of selling picks. They're going to defend it and say, here's why it's good. And here's why... I mean, there's plenty of people who I know who sell picks who are on Twitter and I saw them very, you know, cleanly and they seem to articulate it very well. And here's why buying picks is okay. And it's like, "Eh, they're saying some things that are kind of true. And then there's the other side of it, right? The people who, you know, who are really good winning betters and really scoff and despise those touts and pick sellers. They're going to have nothing good to say. So they're going to go out of their way to trash on them and shit on them. And no matter what, just say it's bad. So that's why I kind of wanted to do this is approach it as, as, you know, nonpartisan as I could. And I still think that it's not a good thing, as I said, because of how the market works. But if you are going to, that's how, what I recommend, make sure they're good, make sure it's worth the actual cost. But my overall advice, you know, well, actually my overall advice would be probably don't do it. But at the end of the day, it's your money. It's up to you. And that's why you shouldn't let anyone else tell you how to spend your money or make your bets. And that includes me. I'm going to give my weekend picks, but look at those as, okay, now you have more information. Now you know what I'm on at the price I'm on, and then you can make your own bets and own decisions. You know, I always recommend that because at the end of the day, it's your money. It's your bank account. You've got to do what feels best for you and go with it because I think a lot of people get angry at let's face it, me, even though I'm not selling picks or other sports bettors when they lose, especially if they're selling picks because they want someone to blame for those decisions. And I, it, that's, that should be implied. If you're, if you're spending money and someone's giving you picks, who else are you going to blame? I get that. But then there's this whole existential, let's go to a little five minutes of therapy here. Whose fault is it really? Is it really the better's fault or is it your fault still for seeking them out, trusting their advice you know, if they told you to go, you know, jump off a bridge, would you do that? And when you're in the hospital, you know, with a bunch of broken, just, well, he told me to. It's like, you still executed that. You still found some person on Twitter and decided yourself to either spend money or not and follow their picks. You decided to tune into my podcast on Saturday morning and follow my picks. That's still 
responsibility upon you. So that's why it's like, you know, I'm not going to ever se- you know, sell anything on here, but take my picks, take everyone else's picks as a good jumping off point. Take it as a, as a nice piece of information, but at the end of the day, do what feels best for you and do what you can live with because it's your money. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Appreciate everyone listening on a Tuesday. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. Denver Nuggets in action tonight in uh, here in Denver. So we'll see what happens there. Denver, LA, what's that? Six and a half? I think that opened up five and a half. Great point, right? You know how many winning sports bettors out there have Denver five and a half? And they're giving out six and a half, and you're going to hear tonight on ESPN, well, the public's on, I don't know who the public's going to be at, but they're going to say, well, the public's on Denver minus six and a half, blah, blah, blah. Or they're going to say, well, the public's on LA plus six and a half. And it's like, it doesn't matter who the public's on because all the winning sports bettors are on L- are on the, the Nuggets minus five and a half. So that's this whole thing with selling picks. It doesn't work because the winning bettors have a number that's not available anymore. It's been poof. It's gone. It doesn't exist. So either way, that's it for today's show. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.